the college basketball experience, UCLA, North Carolina, sweet 16 game preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a hundred percent deposit match up to a thousand dollars for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app for your chance to win $3,000 in the DJ dance. So come dance with us and download the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. Let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience, North Carolina, UCLA, sweet 16 game preview. My name is Colby swing a database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Carolina, UCLA, a couple of blue bloods. You know the TV execs are loving this matchup. But hey, look, as much as we like the St. Peter's, the Cinderella's, we love the blue bloods too. We got to give love to everybody. Uh, and this is a marquee matchup, a lot of national championships between the two programs. Uh, I welcome on. My guest for this episode, you can hear him. Ch- check out this new show on on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network called Brackets and Bets. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. I I mean, this guy. Uh, we we keep our records on tally site for college basketball, and this guy out of the woodworks comes comes works for us, and then uh, the guys just dominate. I feel like he's got picks. He's always in the top, always battling him. I'm like, damn it. Who is this new blood? I'm joking, but uh shout out to my guy and welcome on first time on the college basketball experience. Uh, Nick Fomlot. How you doing, Nick? Appreciate you hopping on. Oh, I'm doing great. You know, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, you know, this is my favorite time of the year. Like you said, we got a great blue blood matchup here. Uh, you know, I love this game. Yeah. I mean, th- this is just uh I, I think it's, I, I, you know, if you're going to look, obviously the St. Peter's thing is fun to see Cinderella, but uh, if you're looking at like, this is an awesome game kind of came out of nowhere. I know you're a Duke fan. Uh, so I mean, uh, is this gonna perhaps, uh, you know, as a Duke fan, I feel like when I talk to uh, my brother, who's a Duke fan who covers college basketball for us as well, I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe going to come in a little harsh on the Tar Heels. We'll see as we get to this. Now this matchup, obviously I think the big thing, the, the elephant in the room is uh, the status of Jaime Jaquez and, and uh, you know, his injury. Now he looks like he's a game time decision for his ankle. I saw that footage of him getting off the bus. Looks fine to me. 
Um, uh, but I mean, this is the guy that I think is, is very, very important. If the, if UCLA is going to win this game, I, I, I'll put it like this. If, if Jaime Hawkins does not play, I, I don't think that UCLA will win this game. Do you feel the same way, Nick? Yeah, I think uh, his status is definitely the biggest question mark here. I mean, he's averaging 14 points over the season. Um, if UCLA misses him, uh, it's going to be really hard for them to get points because I think, I mean, they've been struggling a little bit um, scoring, especially in that game versus Zacharin. So without Hawkins in the game, they're going to really struggle to find points. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. That's something we circle. Now I do think he's going to play. Like I said, there's a video online of him getting off the bus um, in, uh, in Philadelphia there. So I, I do think he's going to end up playing. Now you break down both these teams. Carolina has been at, at, you know, it, I thought they got overseeded in my opinion, but they're making me look like an idiot uh, by, by whooping Baylor. I know they were, I know Baylor came back to make that a game and that was a terribly roughed game. Um, but, uh, but even the Marquette game, they, they just destroyed Marquette. They look unstoppable right now. And Hubert Davis, Hey, tournament experience, who cares? I don't need it. Um, as he, as those two wins have been very impressive, but at the same time, I think we, we had Jay Billis on the SGP show and I was talking to Jay and I said, I think we all don't trust Baylor. And we didn't because of the LJ crier injury. One of the men, they have three main injuries with, with Baylor, but that shouldn't take away from uh, the credit deserved with the Tar Heels and the way they came out and smacked them. And the front court for North Carolina with Baycott and Manic, I think, can cause problems really to any team in, in the nation right now. So maybe North Carolina isn't just a flash in the pan. Maybe they can win this. Maybe it wasn't just overseeding and a lucky break against a one seed that was injured. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I'm one that on my bracket, I have UCLA in the final four. Oh, I, I turned in two brackets. I have one with UCLA in the final four, one with UCLA in the national championship. If you listen to my Arizona preview against Houston, the sweet 16 ones out, go listen to it. If not, but uh, I actually changed my pick based off my bracket. I had Arizona and then winning the national championship. I actually I'm taking Houston in that game. This is one. I, so just so you know, uh, it, you're not sure who I'm going to take just because I, I had UCLA hit my bracket waiting to the end of the episode. <laughs> All right. Um, now you break down this game though. And I think the real X factor, and I made this case on the SGP show is tiger Campbell. I think is, I think he's been the most important player in the NCAA tournament thus far. Uh, w- would you agree with that? And you think like that is the key to UCLA winning, obviously with, with, with Hawkins uh, injury up in the air. I think that besides that, I know Juzang got all the credit. Uh, I feel like, you know, in the off season, but I think tiger Campbell is kind of the oil that makes this engine run. Yeah. I'm in agreement with you there. I mean, he's averaging 16 points over these last two games and four and a half assists over these two games. I mean, he is their leader. He's there to dish out that ball and get Juzang and Hawkes in good positions and dish it to them when they're open for them to be able to score for UCLA. But yeah, I'm in complete agreement. I think he is their leader and kind of the, you know, leading the charge in this game or for this team, excuse me. Yeah. And I think it's the X factor and that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. Uh, him against Carolina. And we, we, if we dive into the analytics here, Carolina plays at a much faster pace. They're 69th in the country in pace. Well, meanwhile, UCLA slow as a turtle over there, 270th in pace. Will that, I mean, which team will win the pace battle as far as the style of play that they like to play. 
I think that is something to to pay attention to. You look at field goal percentage. Um, North Carolina is the better field goal uh, percentage shooting team. Like they they are way more efficient um, than UCLA. Uh, and then the three point line. Uh, North Carolina way more efficient. Seventy eighth in the country threes per game. Forty uh, fourth in, in three point percentage. Whereas UCLA 241st. So if you dive into these analytics, you're like, wait, what North Carolina 18th in the country at the free throw line, UCLA 92nd, um, the rebounding edge, um, not offensively, but overall rebounding edge favors North Carolina offensively. It favors uh, UCLA. Um, North Carolina is the better passing team. Um, but I really think for me, despite all those numbers, I can't get over the fact that UCLA is third in the nation at taking care of the ball. And that, that is back to the tiger C- uh, Campbell comment that I was making. I think he's the most important player in this game besides, I mean, obviously Hawkwest's injury is right there with it, but uh, that is to me, the most impressive thing. I want to say, I watched the USC game to end the season in the pac 12 and, and they didn't commit one turnover the whole game. That's uh, that's unreal. And that's the same situation when they just the in the game they just played they barely I think they had six turnovers. Um, so to me, if they're playing at that level, that is something that I think is one of the more important stats that we need to highlight uh, is the fact that UCLA doesn't turn the ball over. Now, now North Carolina is not a terrible team at turning the ball over. They're 107th, but uh, I think that 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 was the one that's really stood out to me when breaking down all these numbers. Now this line is at UCLA minus two and a half. The total is at one forty two and a half. Do you have a lean on the over or under Nick? That's a hard one for me because um, UNC's defense uh, is not something to take home about, but their offense is very good, but UCLA's defense on the other hand is pretty good. So if I had to lean one, I would take the over um, just because um, there's not many people I say this about, but if I see Brady Manick catching the ball beyond the arc uh, with an open shot, I just assume that it's going in like that kid is on fire and he makes, he makes it every time he touches it, it feels like. Um, and then you have Baycott down low, that's going to be able to score. And, and like you said, even with the rebounding, if UNC is able to get a couple offensive rebounds and just easy putbacks, I think um, they're going to run up the score in this one. So I lean the over. Yeah, I could see that play as well, especially with Hawkeyes being one of their top defenders. Even if he plays, you got to wonder, will he be at a hundred percent? Will that lateral movement be, uh, you know, damaged a little bit perhaps. Um, but yes, yeah, you hit on Baycott and manic. And I, and this is why I, I really feel like, yes, those guys are dominant front court players that I feel like could be a, pr- a problem for any team, but does UCLA have a good enough defensive formula. I think we, you know, miles Johnson could be a guy that will, could be something that we're the, the X factor essentially for UCLA. I know I, I've said tiger Campbell and Hawkins, and I feel like I'm saying the whole fucking roster, but miles Johnson, the Rutgers transfer super athletic. Now he only averages about 18 minutes a game getting about four points, five boards, 1.3 blocks. I wonder, do they give him a little more burn? Also Cody Riley matching up against the likes of Manic and Baycott. Cause I actually think if miles can miles Johnson can stay out of foul trouble, that would be a tough guard. I, I think, I think Baycott might have his struggles against miles Johnson. If they go that route, uh, is that something that is caught your eye that potentially could just be, is that, is that just me? You think, or do you actually think like, I, I, I think this is, could be a pretty decent matchup. I think you might have the remedy 
to really uh, challenge their bigs. Despite, I mean, yes, you, the manic three ball is dangerous because I don't know that they would step out on that all the time. But I do think Baycott might have his struggles. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I think if they put Johnson on someone like Baycott where he can stay down low, I mean, they match up pretty well. They're both 6'10". Uh, Johnson has a, a 15 pounds on him, I think so. But either, either way, they're pretty uh, similar size-wise. And I do trust McCronin to um, kind of, you know, get their defense. Um, he's going to have a strategy, right? Like, McCronin is a very good coach. He's going to come into this game very well prepared. So um, I'm excited to see what they do because I think maybe giving my Johnson more minutes is definitely something that he could um, have in mind for the bigs of UNC. Yeah. And I think that's going to be something to really uh, pay attention to, you know, and might not, and, and to, to quote our, our buddy, Sean stacking the money green, who says he, you know, uh, Johnny Juzang hasn't had that game. Like we saw um, in the tournament where he, he kind of just took the game over and it was like all of a sudden Juzang time. And he, you know, hit a ton of key shots. Maybe this is that game. Um, I love UCLA's experience. And and I think we saw it with Kentucky. We saw it with Arizona almost losing to TCU. Um, experience matters in the NSA tournament. And and I I get it. I think Hubert Davis is probably uh was getting a bad rap early in the year. I think he'll probably be fine as a head coach with North Carolina. I know he's got a big recruiting class coming in. But the reality is is they don't have like I mean they yes, they're more experienced than Kentucky and Arizona, but they're not super experienced. Um so I, I, I tend to lean UCLA here. I, I do lean over with you, but I, I feel pretty good about the chances. I, I just feel like even if this is a close game, I think tiger Campbell and the way he protects the ball and, and yes, it, maybe it's Jazang who, who hits the big shot. I think it was in the Alabama game last year. Was it Jules Bernard hit the big shot? They got too many guys that are clutch to me. I'm going to take UCLA minus two and a half. I do like your play though on the over. What are you doing here, Nick? So I was on the same side as you where I was looking at this, you know, pre-tournament and seeing if these two teams were going to match up. And I was, I've been against UNC the whole time. Um, I was kind of low on the ACC this year, thinking that Duke was really the only seed uh, and the only team come from the ACC that was going to really make some noise. But I mean, they're completely proving me wrong. This UNC offense looks, you know, comparable to like Gonzaga or Arizona right now. They've scored 95 points in regulation versus Marquette and then 93 in the overtime game versus Baylor. Um, So with that being said, the more I look at this game, the more I lean UNC, uh, I think that they're going to be able to um, own the game uh, rebound wise. I think they're just going to be able to overpower the bigs of UCLA. Uh, They almost have a hundred rebounds through those first two games, um, which is pretty impressive. So I think they're going to kind of win the battle down low. And I do trust um, Manic stretching the floor and then RJ Davis, if he even performs you know, half as well as he did against Baylor with that 30 point performance, that's going to be huge. If Caleb love can stay out of foul trouble and stay on the court and be able to provide more than he did in that Baylor game, um, that's going to be huge. So I do like UCLA plus a two and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and I think I'm going to go with the Tar Heels here. Wow. There you go. And that is something I guess we didn't key on enough is Caleb love RJ Davis, even leaky black um, that the guard matchup there against uh, Jazang, Bernard, and Campbell. Uh, that sign me up. Even even uh, Singleton, you know, gets some burn. And same with Jalen Clark for UCLA. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I get your reasons from the analytics standpoint. You you dive into the analytics, and you I don't see how. I mean, you UNC almost beats every angle you look at, but at the same time, to me, the turnovers that guard play is so big in the NCAA tournament. And I just previewed the Villanova game, and I thought that was the difference for me in that game was I can trust the guards at the, and I can trust guard play to, to win you games in the NCAA tournament. I feel like over the past 20 years, it's kind of in the storylines hasn't necessarily been the bigs, but maybe it is this time. Uh, so there you go. You heard it first. You got Nick taking Carolina to win the game, but he's taking UCLA plus the two and a half. I like that. We're both on the over I'm on UCLA. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I say USC? You said plus two and a half. Wait, did you say North Carolina's going to win then? Yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to take the two and a half uh, with UNC, but I'm going to take one out of your book and I'm going to put a little bit on the money line. I think they are going to win the game outright. Um, I do like what you said about the guard play. I mean, Tiger Campbell just is so careful with the ball and doesn't turn it over, but I'm going to root for the ACC in this one and uh, I'm going to go with the Tar Heels. Going with the Tar Heels, guys, everyone. Uh, and I'm, I'm taking UCLA. I do think, it, uh, you know, aside from my bracket, I know I switched with the Arizona pick. I, I just really feel like the experience is going to get them this, this, this win. I expect, I expect it to be a close game though. So give me UCLA minus the two and a half. I also do like the over as well. Uh, guys check out brackets and bets on the sports gambling podcast network. Check out uh, my first time we, we were fine. We've been trying to put this thing together. I feel like for two months. So shout out to my guy, Nick Femalot. Uh, appreciate you hopping on. You can find him on Twitter at CBB Nick. The guy knows college basketball, writes a lot of great articles for us over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or on the SGPN app, which is free to get in the App Store or Google Play Store. So go grab that thing. Remember, all of our picks will be there. Every single college basketball game, we cover it on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and that SGPN app. We've been doing this thing for five years. Five years. So you got no excuses. All right. We got the knowledge. Um, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Also uh, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. The sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow and uh, yeah, let's enjoy this March madness. All right. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. We're always talking college hoops in there. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience. UCLA, North Carolina style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Do you come from a land down under?